That was the first song by Band of Horses, and this is the Jukebox Club <clears throat> Podcast. Chris, welcome back. How you doing? How you doing? So how's it going? How's life? Life's good. Life's good. A lot of uh, good stuff we're listening to lately. Yes, sir. I'm, a lot of, I'm excited for the next few episodes, too. Yeah, I liked that we kind of got ahead of ourselves and established like the next three or four that we're doing. Yeah, it's very uh, easy. It helps me not get burnt out on one at a time. That's I think was our problem yeah. for a while. We were just getting like, and then if something would happen in our first lines we couldn't yeah. record, it was like, fuck, we have to listen yeah. to this for another two weeks. <laughs> exactly. So this could get bad. It's like I can't listen to M and M's. Bitch, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> can't keep going. Uh, that Kim thing would start uh, every time. I was like, oh man. I gotta... So this week we're doing everything all the time. I had to look at the album. Sorry, cheating. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, by Band of Horses. Yes. Uh, hopefully next week we're getting to well I guess we have like a kind of a mini episode coming maybe surprise <laughs> with some maybe some maybe a special guest or two yes um, and then we're gonna get to uh, born to run born to run right not born to us born in the USA born to run I have them both so I'm like fuck which one do I there's a really it's weird you say that there's a concert going on right now or concert contest going on right now uh, um, he's actually doing a stand on Broadway. Okay. So he's playing like just a shit ton of shows on Broadway every night, and one of the, um, it's so hard to get tickets. Like every night on StubHub, they're like fifteen hundred bucks wow. for like shitty seats. It's only an eight hundred seat theater he's playing. Oh, okay, yeah. So, um, there's a contest on Sirius. It says they're gonna give you an album at the beginning of the day, and every time you hear a song from that album, oh. you jump on and call, and you can win, and you a, can ticket. win a ticket. Nice. So, of course. I see, like, on Twitter, everyone saying, like, oh, fuck, that he said Born yeah. in the USA. Then the very next song is Born to Run. And everybody thinks, oh, this is oh, our chance. It's the same one. And it's just a line of people just saying, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, <laughs> I just made, just look stupid <laughs> on the radio. So that's next, 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 I almost said next week. Next time. Next time. It will be Born to Run Born by to Bruce Run. Springsteen. This yes. time, Band of Forces, everything, all the time. Band of Forces. Um, so let's uh, talk about it. Like, so this is the first studio album by Band of Horses. Um, I think a lot of people will be familiar with the song "The Funeral." Yeah. Uh, the first time I heard that song, I was playing EA Skate, the skateboarding video game. Wow. <laughs> and uh, that was like right when this album came out. I want to say the '06 is when this came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd heard that song and loved it, but it was kind of one of those things where it's just like I never went out and looked. You know what else I heard on that uh, EA Skate was uh, sorry. Um, I'd called you. What do you do? Was on that same no soundtrack. Way. Yeah, it was a good ass soundtrack. How badass is that? <laughs> so that was when I first heard about Gaslight and Band of Horses. That's cool. That would have been like as they were starting. Yeah, it was '06. So wow, or '07. Maybe one of the two. You know what I mean? I was either '16 or '17. We should when... go to the exchange and see if we could find that soundtrack. Um, I don't know if it like is a that they released released them. soundtrack you know what I mean it's just kind of what was in the game you I can just play the game after the, the, true yeah <laughs> just play the game what was this? it might have been Tony Hawk's I think that Tony was Tony Hawk's one. always had really hack Tony Hawk's hack. always had really good soundtracks yeah, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were really good yeah. and then I think they would release them though I think we had one probably because they were just remember. like that was like in the time of like It'd be like on the PlayStation, and then come out with a soundtrack with it because it was just a bunch of. That was before you could really like just go online and download music. It was kind of like right. a way to get all these like 
up and coming punk bands. Yep. Recognition was to just put them on. I remember um, the Gorillas. Yeah. Like before the Clint Eastwood song, there were a lot of Gorillas oh, on there. Oh, really? And I was like, I really like this like yeah we... eerie weird band, mm-hmm. and then that came along. Yeah, the, I remember Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. I love how we're just talking about video games now. I know. <laughs> Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Uh, their the whole soundtrack was modern bands at the time, so that was probably like, I don't know, oh five. Um, it was modern bands covering older punk bands. Oh, that's cool. Like, um, who was it? My Chemical Romance covered uh, "All I Wanna Know." Oh, Astro Zombies by the Misfits. That would have been stuff. good. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was all filled with like old school punk covers by newer. That's bands. really cool. Yeah, it was it was an awesome soundtrack. Let me check that out. Um. So again, back to the band of horses. Yeah. <laughs> we always, I love how we were talking about Bruce Springsteen and Gaslighting. Just right at the beginning. <laughs> right at the Just beginning. get that all off our chest. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's okay. Now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Scratch the itch. <laughs> back to the subject at hand. Um, <clears throat> to me, this is one of the closest, and this is just like kissing the ass of this album. This is one of the closest to perfect albums that I own. Yeah, I absolutely love this. Like, this is up there with Blue Album, up there with a couple Thrice albums I have. Right. Like, in just terms of, like, I can listen to every song on repeat. It's, it's almost perfect. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what a per- – like, it would be hard to say it's a perfect album because then that would be my threshold. Right, you know right. What I mean, I'm not going to go Dave That's Meltzer the end-all be-all. And give it six Meltzer, stars right yeah. off the bat. <laughs> but it is – Six and a quarter. It would be hard. It would definitely be in the running of, like, my personal favorite album of all right. time. No, no, that's, that's easy to say. It was very easy to get into. Yes. Another one. Yeah. It's just. It's it's very like um, like the first song kind of starts out like wispy and a lot of like uh, bend strings and um, a lot of layers to it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't sound overwhelming. That's kind of what I like about it. it. Yeah. What I when I listen to this, I kind of get the feeling of like Southern American, like just people like sitting on their porch that wanted were super into country music but didn't want to play country music that's, right that's what i get from like yeah. these guys yeah like country music guys that have just got into indie rock and they're kind of making the conversion from country to indie right and this kind of falls somewhere in the middle of like the where it's kind of raw in terms of like acoustic guitars not really a lot of effects uh other than like the echoes and stuff like that um and then like in between that you kind of have like the indie stuff where it's like a lot of uh weird you know singing patterns and, and drum fills and stuff like that and mm-hmm. this kind of lands somewhere in between and it's weird because i'm not huge on indie rock i mean i love indie rock like block party is one of my favorite bands but really like other than that I, i'm not really into indie rock right and i'm not huge into country either but like i'm huge into the like somewhere in and where they tote the line is is amazing there's that silver line that. yeah yeah absolutely um you can smell it like yeah and also yeah we finally have a jewel case as they're called finally case. <laughs> freaking some decent <sighs> production <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm so sick of uh it's it's unacceptable to me to not put out a physical album yeah, just fuck like off. In the CD. Yeah, come on. <laughs> like, it's not the, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, It's a weird thing, too, because you don't want to say, like, um, uh, you know, snob of, but, yeah. but uh, to me. No, they look nice. I mean, they're, CD cases are, were perfected as soon as they were made. They, they're thin enough to, you know, 
not be in the way of anything, but they're also big enough to kind of convey a picture right. and, you know, communicate, like, this is the idea of the album, you know what I mean? Yes. And it sounds silly to say, but it's just, that's, it's a, it's like looking at the cover of a book. People right. say don't judge a book by its cover, but you're not going to pick up a, a book that doesn't have an appealing cover, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. I want to be... Yeah, you're, you're attracted to I'm it, getting. and it's like, oh, right. what is this? And then you look exactly. at it, and then maybe you're into it, maybe not, but uh, Chris just picked up the, uh, in... What do you call it? Insert, I guess? Insert, I would say. And uh, they do, Band of Horses, with all of their albums, do this unique thing where they pack in, what would you say, whatever the size of a CD case, pictures, like five by four, just printed out pictures that they've taken. I think there was more in there. Yeah, that's actually the cover of their uh, sing- one of their sing- the funeral single. Really? Yeah, it's a that's cool. airplane in the sky with someone waving to it. I want to say there was more in there, but that got lost over time. Oh uh, so. yeah, that's kind of a tough one though. This <laughs> yeah. is this is a unique yeah. case as far as that goes. Yeah, it I just like kind it. of <clears throat> to me this fits really well with the theme of the album, which to me, which I don't want to say I know for sure what the theme <laughs> is. Oh, I don't want to. Don't do anything. <laughs> to me personally. The theme of this album was kind of like a, a tr- long road trip across America mm-hmm. and just somebody discovering every little bit of it. Right. Um, which you can kind of see with like these pictures. Like this kind of is like a Americana-style old-looking house with Absolutely. rocking chairs in it. And then Absolutely. we have here like a downtown you know, power line. So it's kind of a, the – what do you call that? The comparison of the two, like, like a the big balance. city and a, you know, a small country town. Right, right. <clears throat> which these guys, uh, the band of horses, they're from Seattle. Um, but if I would like listening to them, I don't get that. I don't get a Seattle vibe from them, and I know that's not really a real thing. Like people kind of get pissed when, like, I know Brian from Gaslight always says like he hates when people say he has like a New Jersey sound. And I know like I think the guy from Allison Change when someone said he's uh, grunge, he was like checking to see if something was in his teeth. It's it's like crazy though because like yeah. those are like the two when you think of those yeah. two genres, who do you yeah you exactly? Know, I think of Allison Chains and yeah. from that Jersey sound, you think of Gaslight. Gaslight. Yeah, yeah, so I guess when you're creating an album, you don't have that as a goal, like oh, we need to sound like we're from Seattle. But, right. But some fans, it's like okay, you're obviously influenced by the people you listen to locally, yeah. which isn't a bad thing by any means. No, like, no. Brian Fallon was absolutely influenced by Bruce Springsteen. There's no denying it. There's no doubt. And it's not a bad thing. Like, they're two artists that stand on their own. Yeah. And you can like one, not like the other. Or you can like them both. So I, I, I don't know. I, I don't I – guess, I guess I can see the frustration in a comparison like that. But to me, it's just like whatever. Like, I should – It's, But it's what made you, though. Yeah. Like, in my eyes, I think – Brian said this in other interviews, too. With no Bruce, there's no – Gaslight. Yeah. So you have to kind of take that into consideration. I know he doesn't want to like try to mimic him or like insult what he's done or anything mm. like that. But I mean, it's gonna happen. Yeah. And then absolutely. he comes out and plays with him, and it's like, yeah. I, I, and yeah, it's just quotes line for line, for, like and shit like that. It's like, dude, you're gonna get compared to him. He he literally just did. I don't know if you've ever seen him on YouTube the vintage vinyl. No. So it's like this record store, and they, people come in when their album comes out, and they play like songs there. Gaslight's done it a bunch of times and stuff. Other bands, Bouncing Souls. So he just performed there, okay, with the new album coming out. Literally does the first two singles, Navasink Banks, 59 Sound, mm. and um, Springsteen Spirit in the Night. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, don't get mad when someone requests yeah. a Springsteen song from you. Yep, yep. Um, Back to Brian Fallon. <clears throat> so, really, with uh, Band of Horses, I, I would say the only 
I'm not really can't like uh, what should I say? Canny. I don't know if that's the right word. I'm not too familiar with the genre that they'd be involved in. Right. But I guess like a My Morning Jacket, I would kind of say they sound like where it's just like uh, softer vocals with you know a lot of layered like yeah. uh, music behind it. That's not in your face, complicated. It's just very like soft and easy to listen to. Gets to the point too. There's not right. a lot of like I don't want to say filler, but um, filler. <laughs> you know. You do want to say filler. Filler, yeah. <laughs> it's and in the voice too. It's one of those voices that you just. As soon as you hear it, you would know. Like, yeah. Okay, this is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He has very unique voice. They have a very unique sa- sound as a band too. And I, I really like that though. Mm-hmm. Like I like something that's not a little different. Yeah. Because when you put it on, you know that this is a whole different. Right. I love the uh, encompassing feel of the first song, which is aptly named the first song. The first song. Um, and just the way it starts, and you know, it's just it almost sounds like four guitars going at once. But they're not arguing with each other. They're 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 playing in harmony. You right. know what I mean? And that, to me, that's just the key of this whole album. Is it doesn't sound like where I guess it's not necessarily a bad thing to, to sound like your guitars are battling or anything like that. Like a lot of metals like that, mm-hmm. and you know, hard rocks like that. Whereas this is just kind of like I'm gonna play you know these three notes while you play these three notes. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just you know, we're kind of all doing it together, trying to get to the same goal. And, yeah. No one's trying to like out sound right exactly or, or one up the other person um I th- but the the first song yeah the just the sound of it really packs in like whoa this is super unique yeah um, and especially for 06 I'm, I'm sure a lot of bands you know have kind of been influenced by band of forces absolutely yeah but yeah for like this being i was what 16 and i was just like holy crap what is this you know yeah I mean? oh yeah and it, it was the f- uh the funeral i heard first Coming up only, and I, I just was in love with it. it. Just the the way the you know the high pitched wailing guitar over oh, yeah. the, the drums uh, was amazing. The, the drummer really stood out to me uh, in this. Like I, I would always listen to the drums. There was a lot of uh, I don't know how you'd say it, but like boom, 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 like a lot of like repetitive like build in yeah. this and I really like that from a drummer because it's, it's more than keeping the beat it's kind of like building to the next section of music right which I think they accomplished really there, well there's the, there's the good build and the payoff yeah exactly it's nice that you know a drummer from you know a guitar can produce a lot of sounds a drum can't produce that many but to be able to convey like a, a build with a drum is really cool it's cool did it bother you that the funeral was the longest, though? No, because uh, I'll tell you why, too. It's, it's because there wasn't really – it didn't fit the structure of, like, verse, chorus to a T. It, mm-hmm. it kind of diverted from it a little bit. Uh, the beginning of the song is just that, ooh, like, real slow. Yeah. And uh, just him talking with guitar, and then it just – Immediately, coming up only. <laughs> I'm freaking pantomiming drums as if like you guys yeah, can yeah, see yeah. It. You can see it every time we do that. I should just start tapping on the mic, like yeah. so you know. I'm you drumming. just know what I'm doing right now. But yeah, I love that, like that little like um, the intro is so cool. Again, it, it goes back to that, you know, very light uh, intro, and then it comes in with a, it comes in with with a punch, but not a big one. It's you know not good, I mean? yeah. It's not like it's it's super heavy at that point. It just kind of comes in. You're like, oh, okay, now now we're getting somewhere. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then it 
uh, fades back into the light stuff and then comes back again with that drummer bill that yeah and uh yeah that, that, I absolutely love it. it it just it feels like if it was all wispy stuff or all punchy stuff the whole song I wouldn't I'd be like yeah it's too long it, it would get old. but the fact that it you know can go back and forth and it doesn't feel striking like a nirvana or a pixies does that like soft verse heavy chorus yeah or vice versa but it can kind of feel really striking yeah there's oh, yeah. no again drum build to the next section and, and a, you know a soft drop down it's kind of just like uh i don't know have you ever heard the song by the pixies gouge away yes um where it's just kind of uh that real soft gouge away and then 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 and then it just goes into you know what i mean yeah and same with nirvana like this smells like teen spirit that uh perfect example um Load up on guns and then into the chorus that uh, when the lights out, yeah, just that, and you it's a smack like oh, okay, this is what, like if you were looking at the audio track, like the, the audio file, you'd see where the it just spikes, yeah, you'd see yeah. the spike in volume <laughs> where, where the chorus started. Whereas with this, I feel like you'd see a nice soft little like uh, like progression, know, yeah, it's it, not it, it widens out soft, and right? Then it winds up thin. Would that be considered what was the term you had for that? Not a freak out, but uh, is it had it? No, fed up. Fed up. That's uh, no. So fed up is when there's a section of a song delivered twice, but the second time they deliver it, it's a lot. It's a lot more punchy. So it's like a so consistency, and then he gets upset. Yeah, it's it's a consistency, but heavier. Right. I guess that's why I call it a fed up. Because I always think <laughs> of um, radio by Trio. Yeah. Shaking like a dog shit. <laughs> yeah, but the first time he says it, he's not fed up. Yet. He's not upset. <laughs> he's just telling you. I'm and then he like thinks about shit. it. And then he's like, wait, he's like, I'm fucking shaking like a dog shit radio blades. I'm fed up about this shit. Fucking listening to me. <laughs> yes, that's uh, fed up. I, like it. <laughs> I always forget we, we never go back to the fed ups and killing it. That's true. Yeah, I wish we would. We should put that as far as yeah. like indie. We'll start with this one. We should like have I'm about to like write on my hand like segments <laughs> one of them's fed ups and killing it there's like where my one, where i listen there's a little notebook there mm-hmm. i'm just gonna that's what i'm gonna do as soon as i hear it uh, instantly yeah. write it down because i'll forget it one of the segments could be you just going off about something because i feel like every podcast we kind of get upset. you get on a tangent yeah <laughs> whether it's cold play it's cold play or <laughs> we have a few other ones but <laughs> i don't remember though I just, band of horses it's just me sitting there <laughs> laughing while you're flipping out about I'm yelling something. about yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's uh, going into the first song, and then so the album kind of starts off. Um, the first song on the album has a softer feel to it, and then it kind of gets into a meteor, <laughs> meteor, not like the thing that's <laughs> more meaty, I should say. Yeah, <laughs> meteor, meteor, <laughs> meteor. Um, it kind of gets into a more meaty like feel. Yeah, yeah. Um, about up until like five songs in, then it kind of drops down again. Um, which is is kind of a theme with a lot of albums. Like their mm-hmm. first, you know, four out of the five songs are like the heaviest on the album, and then it kind of yeah. I I really considered them. And I'm not sure who came first, but almost like a Cold War Kids in a way. Sure. Yeah. Of like I can see um, that. like cops and robbers. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was like I really like that album, and I like that about them. It wasn't yeah. they weren't trying to copy them, or they weren't you know. Similar, but like just the styles. I I really enjoyed that. Is like there's your kind of in the middle is where you're the the real you know 
powerful stuff in it. So yeah. maybe not powerful, but um, probably like the best. So you're yeah. not always like, okay, the first three songs were killer, and then yeah. you know four through eight are filler, filler, and, <laughs> and tough to get through. Well, there's there's that some forty one album called All Killer No Filler. Which, yes, which is why I said filler. All there. Killer, no filler. I just <laughs> heard them on the way in. Oh series. really? Yep. That's cool. It was. I haven't heard them in a while. Yeah. Wait. Which one was it? What is that called? That don't put a party like the name that now hanging out drinking. That's like their big one. I don't remember what it's called. Um, just waste time. That's it. What is that? I don't know what that don't count on me. I don't know what that song's called. Dr. Spur. Mom should have had an abortion. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. <song. laughs> oh, what a good song. We should do that album sometime. We should. That'll be. See, we're just. No, we are. Yeah, we tangent city. All killer. All killer, all killer no, no filler. filler. Yeah. Summer 41. We'll be the judge of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Second song, Wicked Gill, I believe is how. Or Jill. I think it's Gill. I read is about um, a baseball player. Would well, they have a really? they have a song called Detlef Shrimp or something? I forget his name. They're super into Seattle sports. Uh, okay. Um, I forget how to pronounce Detlef Shrimp. And it's just like a song, and that's just it's just named after him. But they're like, yeah, it has nothing to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, I think I've, I've read somewhere some, Wicked Gill is about another Seattle sports. He was a baseball player. I don't. I, I'm not big on the baseball, so I don't know anyone. Right, there. right. Gilbert something. Yeah. Um. Th- this is uh, an album where it was really hard to interpret lyrics. Yeah. Um. It just kind of felt like. I don't want to say they didn't mean anything, but they, he wasn't really trying to convey anything powerfully with the, with the lyrics to right. me, at least. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of the lyrics were just shouted and mumbled you know half the time i'm like i don't even know what he said uh, yeah you know what i mean so it that it, makes it a little tough too um so there's like a lot of so- i don't want to say that every song but there was a lot of songs where it just felt like oh, okay this is just like a fun sounding song this, right this really at least you know to me it wasn't trying to like oh this means a lot it was just kind of like oh this is this sounds really cool you this know is what I, mean? I was thinking um this is uh Wicked Gills that uh, there'll be evil people to stay, which again has that cool drum that. That's, dun, 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 I do like dun. that drum. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I could probably name something cool, like a cool drum part to every uh, yeah. one of these songs. Yeah, drummer is very talented. Yeah, and it's not even like I'm like a super drum prude. Like I just I totally picked up and I'm like I love this drummer. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. whatever he's doing to. Not saying he's better than anyone, but the way he fits in with the type of music they're making. It's is, really good. It's is, is perfect. To yep. me. It was incredible. Really good. Um, the third song, uh, Our Swords, is, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's my favorite off the album. That's your favorite? That's the short one that's with the uh, really cool bass line. That that's really good. Um, I love that song. I, rem- I remember always listening to it on Pandora. Uh, yeah. and it was one of those songs that would like come up every day on Pandora. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would just, I'd, I'd love it. Um, I, I think that song was kind of, uh, there's a line in it that I really like, and uh, it's the name of the song. It's, you can count on us all stepping on our own swords tonight. And I always thought that was cool. Like, uh, to me, that song's more about um, kind of like owning up to like being a fuck up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
like yeah we're gonna fall on our own sword this is this is what's gonna eventually bring you down yeah it, it says uh you can count on us on all count on us all stepping on our own toes and count on us all step, falling on our own swords see that's yeah, and it's just that. That's the cool part. And it's super short. To me, that's like one of my favorite songs of all time. That's what you need, though. Like a short, simple, and they got to the point. And then it comes in with that. I was thinking you, you know, as a bassist, would, I was like, oh, I, I bet Chris will like this song. Yeah. yeah just because it, it's, it's very bass-driven. It's, and, and in your it's head. It's simple. Again, back to the just being simple. It's not like a crazy complicated. Absolutely. It's just super uh, light is the, is the word I keep going back to. It's a very light listen. You need that, though. Is like even like coming from playing bass, that's what you want to like go for. Like I, I always think of um, like a simple, easy bass, the uh, – is it better than is it Ezra? Better than Ezra? Yeah, yeah, I'm not really familiar with them, but I know like I've just seen them at like Warp Tour and stuff like they're, that. They're their biggest one though. Um, I don't know it. Probably. The, uh, I might have heard it. It was good living with you. Uh -huh. The bass. Oh, though. that's better than Ezra. Yeah. Okay. That bass though. Yeah. It's just it's so yes. much fun to play <laughs> too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I never knew that was them. Yeah, it's so much fun to, yeah. to play those because it's it, you feel uh, like you could do it. Good, good, <laughs> good. <laughs> My favorite's at the end. You were so 
good. <laughs> <laughs> Another, you ever hear of um, the Breeders? It's uh, Kim from the Pixies. Her, her and her sister's band. No. Um, you might have heard the song Cannonball, but that has a really cool bass line. That's that boom, da down da down Boom, da down da down Okay. Uh that's another that that kind of reminds me of, of our swords. Yeah, just oh, yeah. That cool just that good, cool. Yeah, but it's simple though. Yeah, that's exactly. what I think is the it's, coolest it's, thing about it's it. It's gotta be simple. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, for obviously, like there's like bands like Dragon Force who are just like blow you away with how good they sound, but it's super complicated. It's just like I would never listen to Dragon Force and be like, I'm gonna pick up a guitar and and yeah. you know play. It's like no, I'll I'll be nowhere near a guitar for months because I've just gotten I'm, super discouraged. Yeah, and it, <laughs> it totally happened to me. I picked up the bass and I was like, I love the Chili Peppers. Like I'm yeah. totally gonna do a Chili Peppers song, and Wait. I was like, fuck this, <laughs> put it away. So yeah. bad. Yeah. And even like a simple one. Like I remember when I first started um, Weezer, I was like, oh, yeah, I love Weezer. I'm gonna do Weezer, and then you get to like the sweater song, and you're just like, fuck. Man. I'm like it was so I'm like somebody who was just like slowing down the record. Oh yeah. It's like ding ding ding, and you're like, oh, yeah. that's that not even <laughs> close to where I needed to be. Um, so yeah, our store is easily my favorite song off the album. And dude, I haven't even thought. So we usually do my favorite, least favorite, your favorite, least favorite. Yeah. <clears throat> I couldn't tell you a least favorite song off this. Like this is easily the hardest album. I've ever had to pick a least favorite song. It's tough. You know what I mean? When you have to like, sit there like, and do it. Usually you can hedge and be like, I liked every song, but if I had to pick a least favorite, it would be this one. Right. Gun to your head, as we would yeah. say. I think we said that for the Gaslight one. Yeah. Because exactly. it's like, uh, or Weezer too. But this, like, I I guess as we go on, I'll figure it out, but I, I couldn't tell you one song I didn't like. Um, it's definitely, it's it's not one where you could easily just skip one. Yeah. Yeah, like, I every... wouldn't skip these. So I have okay. Well, I guess I'll say it now. This is every song is a five star song to me. Wow, it's, every song is on my shuffle. Has this happened? No, this is the first one. We've this done. is the first one. I yeah. thought Weezer was close. Weezer had every one, but I didn't like Buddy Holly that much, just because I was so burnt out on it. Oh, that's I hear right. Buddy Holly that's so right. much. And Gaslight was close too, if I remember. You know, Gaslight might have been every one. Gaslight was every one. It was uh, 59, 59 sound. sound. Eh. Maybe there was like one of the last songs that I didn't have on, but I think guess that I think going back and saying like yeah that, that was that probably had everyone. That's probably this is the first one in a while. That, yeah, that we I, that every was single song last year. Or no, I think it was years. two years ago. So two years. We've gone gone two years without a perfect, perfect. album. <laughs> this is like the Meltzer. Yeah, dude. Omega Okada. <laughs> Band of Horses is my Omega. That's your. <laughs> But yeah, so it, it, it's so hard for me to, to look at a song objectively and be like, yeah, this would be the worst one off of it. Because, like, if, <clears throat> at first, I feel like I this with every album, the, the slower songs never do anything for me at first. I'm always right. looking forward to the to the higher tempos or upbeat songs. Yeah. Um, but then once you start getting the album and, and putting it all together... Like the to me the faster songs are like the corner edge pieces of a puzzle. Yeah. Like you want to find those first and get those out of the way. Absolutely. And then once you're building the puzzle, you can start to focus on the big picture, and that's where the the slower acoustic sounding songs come in. And like the more I listen to those, I'm like, man, I fucking love every single one of these. Like I was gonna say, uh, Saint Augustine, which was the last one, was my least favorite. But I like listened to it again today, and I'm like, no, this is not my least favorite. See, I absolutely love and, this song. And that's when it's tough because. I think we all do this from a time to time. You kind of not get burnt out, but 
you kind of put something away for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then when you bring it back out, you're like, man, this just yeah, it gets absolutely. better every time you put it on. And, and there's a few albums that really do that. And I could see this one just being in that same category yeah. of like, yeah. you know, you could maybe not listen to it for a month or two. Then when it gets back in the rotation, yeah. you're like, fuck, this is good. And it has that, to me, like a, to be a really good album, or a really good song for that matter, you kind of have to have that timeless aspect to it. Like, yeah. Um, what's that one band? 21 Pilots. I think they're okay. Like, yeah. I, I don't mind listening to them, but I think in 10 years going and listening to them, you'll be like, oh, holy fuck, that was so 2015. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? Or, or, or something like that. Panic or at the this... Disco. Yeah, exactly. Panic at the Disco. Panic at the Disco. Yeah, they're, they're huge, and but they have kind of a timestamp to them where they, they sound like they're from and it's, it's, 05 yeah. or yeah. 04. Exactly. Um, but to me, this came out in 06. So right after Panic at the Disco, this came out. And to so, me, it does not sound like an 06. I'm, it, it and that's that the best part of it. Yeah. You know, because you don't, you don't get stuck in time I with mean, one of those. Okay, it is 06. I'm like, am I going to look like an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> we saw them. They opened for Weezer at the show. Okay, yeah. And it was like, oh, this is... Well, it's just kind of like, oh, I remember. That. It's still, it doesn't take... I, I would be lying if I said it doesn't take away anything away from the song. It's, it definitely takes away... But it's it's kind of that like nostalgia feel that you're getting now. Yeah, like, you, you're like, oh, this is. I remember being a time and a place. Yeah, I think when we did the Fallout Boy album, I, I kind of I kept driving that point home, where it's just like, I don't necessarily hate the album. It just totally is reminds me of high school again. Yeah, like and it it doesn't carry over well past you know high school. It's 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 there for yeah. a reason. Whereas this doesn't remind me of high school. This this album, yeah. I was I was 16. You know, I was still listening to all that like. I was still listening to Fall Out Boy and Hobbit Nights when I was 16. Yeah. Whereas those kind of stayed in my high school years in this kind those of... Those are kind of in the same category, though, right. the Hawthorne Yeah, exactly. It, it was... That was the time period. That was the popular music. Whereas now the popular sound is kind of like that... Um, what's that? Radioactive? That bit. Imagine uh, Dragons. Imagine Dragons. And 21 Pilots. Again, they're they're fine. I'm not I'm not trying to shit on them by any means. Yeah, no, no, no. To me, like, in 10 years... They've though, already been stamped. When we're going to look back, it's just going to be like, oh, that was the sound of... You know, 2015 at that to time, kind of like who are the banjo guys? Oh, Mumford and Sons. Yeah, that's another good one. Mumford where, and Sons, where they they just sound like that year. It's gonna I mean? be this was 2000. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like early 2000 or late 2000. Late 2000s. Well, no, yeah. when was that? I think it was like 1920. Or I'm, I'm saying I'm naive. 2009, 2010 ish. Yeah, that's what I would say. Like when Sons. the first, like with um. Yeah, that first when one. They're fir- when they first got big. And I mean, they've stuck around. Yeah, yeah. But it's still, they, if, if they make it past, I mean, if they're still making pop- successful albums in uh, 2020, I'll eat my words. But it's just kind of like, it, it seems to me like they're, they've really cornered themselves with like, a, it's almost weird to say, but if you have too unique of a sound, you're going to get like, typecast. Burn out on. Like, yeah. yeah, or typecast is a good one. Like, yeah, you're, you're going to get listened to. And then kind of passed up on because you've, they've moved on. It's it's a niche crowd, I guess is is the best way to say it. Where you right. have like a really hardcore audience, and then they're just gonna move on to the next big thing. And the issue with that too, though, is you have to be brave enough to kind of break through that barrier. Yeah. And put out something completely different, mm-hmm. and people might not like it. Yeah. But a lot of those bands, they continue to make the same album yeah. and try to get back to that. A band I really like, Thrice, which is no secret to anyone who knows me. <laughs> um, they put out an album, I think, in 04. Mm-hmm. Or no. No, this was before. This was like 01, 02. And 
that album to me sounds like that time period. Yeah. But they've changed their sound since then to where I I don't get that feeling. You wouldn't say that. So yeah, it's again like I, it sounds like a horrible thing to to tell to say that oh that band's stuck in 02, but to me it's it's not like no you you made a good album and it kind of stuck with that year right but you haven't really broken away from that this is what you're, you're yeah. going back to yeah exactly but when you look at it though from other perspectives if you listen to like for the gaslight for instance if you put on 59 sound and then you put on get hurt it's it's two different oh yeah worlds. absolutely and you know worlds. people that can do that uh, i don't want to sound like we're bashing those guys but yeah. like it's it's got to be tough because you, you here's here's a formula it's worked it's proven to work mm-hmm. now you have to do something again and yeah. again and again and again and that can't be easy yeah i feel like so what year did the blue album come out when we were doing it we were super shocked was it it was like 94 yeah it was something like that and that to me is an album that really broke out of its year yeah. and, and and stayed like i listened to it the other day, like my friend had it on the car, I'm like, "Oh, right on! You got the blue album." Fuck yeah! And it was just was like, "How was this a 90? You know what I mean? This it's, it's just transcends. It's amazing. Another thing like that is key in that is uh, you don't really want to reference modern things. Like if you say something about yeah. an iPod Shuffle in ten years, it's gonna be like, "Oh, that I remember that." You know what I mean? Exactly. Whereas like that, a lot of times like, yeah, there's like a material, uh, you know, object of the song or like a timeless like trying to get yeah. this to. You know, go through which uh, ending off of the Blue Album, I think did. You know what I mean? Oh. There's not like they're not making fucking like Sega Genesis references. In yeah, the Blue no. Album, which but still is, isn't a bad thing. It's it's not bad actually. How do you say that? Dude, I don't know why this popped into my head, but um, I've got twelve sided. Yeah, die. The, in the garage. In the he garage. References Dungeons and Dragons, X Men, and Kiss. Kiss, yeah. <laughs> but Kiss is also a title. Kiss thing. is still going. Yeah. And it's like, how the fuck and did X-Men, he know that? X Men is more popular now than it's ever been. I think. How, how would he know? That? There's like <laughs> yeah. 14 movies of yeah. X Men. And he. Bruce Cohn was a genius. I know we're gonna talk about the Blue Album. I know. <laughs> what I love is he references Kitty Pride and Nightcrawler, which at the time Wolverine and Cyclops were the two X Men. Those were the so, two big and, guys. You know, maybe you know uh, Storm. Yeah. But like since then, like. Nightcrawler and Kitty Pride have been like the forefront of a lot of the X Men movies. Yeah, you know? like Ellen Page played uh, Kitty Pride in the one movie, and Nightcrawler was the one who like warped into Cerebro to save them. So it's really cool that he kind of like he went with these really obscure X uh, X Men characters, and they turned out to they be turned to be you know a big big characters. Yeah, um, and crazy. when he references Kiss, he says. Uh, Peter Chris, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm like, not Gene Simmons. It's not Peter Gene Chris. Simmons or Paul Stanley. It's yeah. this guy that we. If you would tell me who was who's band yeah. this guy in, and you say that name, you'd have no idea. Yeah, exactly. Like, if if you didn't name the first three first, yeah, which I think is great. Like you could, it almost is like he purposely wrote around. Like I'm not gonna say Gene Simmons. Yeah, because I don't want some schmuck thinking some hey, prick's gonna be like, oh fuck Gene Simmons, <laughs> fuck this song, which is smart. Yeah, but. Yeah, it is. Those Thomas albums are just yeah, oh, they're so good. Which uh, going back to that, like, just so I'm not kissing Weezer's ass, make believe to me sounds like the year it was in. Right. That, that's um, which I love. I can go back and listen to that whenever. But it, it to me it sounds like it make was believe that was, uh, is that that um, was the Beverly Black, Hills. Yeah, Beverly Hills, and um, there's a really cool song on it. Uh, with a really good guitar riff. Was it the first one off of it? Do you remember the first song off of Make Believe? It's 
Up. Perfect Situation. Perfect Situation. Yeah, that song I love. Very, very good it, song. it sounds like, what was it, 2004 or something? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's tough, too, because they had a few that, you know, they're not my favorite, but mm. the weirdest thing, if you look at all their albums, there's at least one hit. Like, yeah. Not, not like just like a fan favorite, but a hit. Yeah. I don't know how the guy does They're it. always around. And, yeah, They're Weezer always around. has done a really good job of, of staying relevant, and I think... As big as they are, I think they're underappreciated. Uh, absolutely. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like one of those bands that everyone knows about. But this is like, dude, if you really take the time and listen to Weezer, like you really can truly appreciate how fucking good they are. Yeah, and it's 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 really overlooked. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's because of like they're not a big touring band. I feel like that kind of hurts them Maybe, at times yeah. because people a lot of people haven't seen them live. Yeah. And they're I've never really fucking good live. I've actually never seen Band of Horses live. This, really? this is the only band in like my top ten favorite bands that I've never, You've seen, never live. seen them live. Do they yeah. tour a lot though? Yeah, like they just put out a Iffy. new. They put out a new album two years ago. I think it was twenty sixteen, so not quite two years, a year and a half ago or something right. like that. And I think they toured it, but I don't think they came anywhere close to Pittsburgh. Or if they did, I might have been gone when they did. It makes it it makes it tough sometimes though, because yeah. I mean, like Tokyo Police Club. I love Tokyo Police Club, but they never come here. Yeah. And when they do, it's like few and far between. Yeah, yeah. That's, and it, that's it does kind of like hurt a little bit because you're like, these bands you keep seeing like like against me, you see them all the time uh, and stuff yeah, like they, that. Yeah. You're just like. I'm sure a lot of people like like it less than, you know, it's probably for some people and some bands are just like, oh, we don't really like touring. So maybe it's, once it's. It's got to be tough. I yeah. mean, you know, to put that much. Or even how, how easy would it be to just, you know, if you know you're going to make, you do successful tour without having to leave you know, past the middle state line. Hey. It's just like, why would I go any, like if, you know, we're in Pittsburgh, it's just like, yeah, we do New York, Cleveland, uh, you know, Northern Virginia, yeah. DC area. Columbus. It's You're just done. like, ah, yeah, we don't, maybe Nashville. Yeah. But it's just like going pat further than that, like is a haul. Yeah. Know? So I'm sure like, a, like them being from Seattle, which I think they've relocated. I think they're actually based out of a different city now. I could be oh, wrong really? about that. Them being from Seattle, Pittsburgh is pretty fucking far away. Yeah. So. Yeah. So they, they probably tour. And Seattle is such a big scene, that Portland area. Oh. So I'm, I'm sure they can, you know, make tons of money the just clubs touring around locally in Seattle and stuff like that. And, and I'm sure they're hometown you favorites. You know, L.A. going down the coastline and all that stuff, hitting those. It's like, why would we even bother going to the cold-ass northern yeah, east like, side of the country? <laughs> Especially the travel, too. Like, who yeah. wants to do all that? <laughs> I get it. Um, so the next in the lineup is The Funeral, which is like the hit I'm doing air quotes from this, this yeah. single, I guess is what we Yeah, yeah. Um, which I, I, I think if you've heard of Band of Horses, it's because of this song, The yeah. Funeral. It is like the way I see The Funeral. That's kind of their the, the, their flagship song. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> they have to play it every night. Probably. They probably close with it. You it's know the closer. I mean? Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> um, if it's not, you're getting ripped off. And then... We get into the song part one after the funeral, which was a short, um, sweet. That's song. like one of those. Yeah, it's, it, it kind of slows down halfway through the album. Which yeah, is, is another big theme with like bands. Well, they, I think it, I think we talked about this last time. It, I think it carried over from the times of like an A side and a B side. Right. Where it's kind of like, all right, now the first half is done. Now you flip it over and you get the second half. Yeah. Where, to me, part one would be the last song on the first half, and then the Great Salt Lake kind of brings back that like little punchier feel for the first song. It's, your, the it's the second, right? Yeah. 
Turn the record over. <laughs> um, yeah, the the uh, this song called Part One, which I I don't I didn't pick up on why it was called Part One. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe there's something I was missing, but I just love the way he. Uh, this is a slower one, and it's a. Uh, you really caught me, dear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this to me was kind of like uh, again going back to kind of what I said earlier was this felt like a trip across America and kind of like a again they're from Seattle but it felt like a southern American leaving southern America yeah and just kind of discovering different things and this the song ends with uh, I'll love you always when we leave this place we'll go back to Carolina and down to Savannah to stay and I'm just like, oh, dude, like this totally lines up with like how I was feeling. Oh yeah. And it's great because that I do a lot of work in Carolina, and uh, Savannah's in Georgia, which is far away, but it's kind of that local area. Right. You know? I right. Drive down there and go do work, and I always like little nods like that. Like, oh, I know where that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a cool place. <laughs> um. So yeah, this the, the album just felt super raw and like traveled. Yeah. Kind of. I get when I picture the lead singer, which I know what he looks like, and this isn't an accurate description. I picture a guy with like leaves and sticks in his hair. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like he's just been through the woods and yep. shit. <laughs> Probably doesn't have shoes. Yeah, exactly. Like holes in his clothes, which yeah. I, obviously he doesn't look like that. He looks like a normal guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but just like, I guess, kind of going back. This was like a couple episodes ago. I mentioned like I always picture like a character in a song. Right. And like the character. I picture for this album is just like someone who like walks around through the woods all the time and kind of doesn't really like has a really simple life and just like dirty clothes you know like oh, yeah. some shit they found at a thrift store that they're like oh this looks kind of cool this is good <laughs> <laughs> like a hipster before hipsters were a thing yeah like what I picture the cool hipster yeah and uh he, he's just like walking through the woods like he's at no shoes on holes in his clothes like, oh yeah like oh you got a leaf in your hair dude it's like oh my bad oh sweet yeah <laughs> And yeah, that's that's like the, especially the first five songs. I I, I kind of get some guy that's just like, like it's it's hard to pinpoint meanings of these songs. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, a lot of times you yeah. can pick up, oh, this song's about this or this song's about this. Right, right. To me, this was a lot harder, but I could pinpoint a theme almost immediately. Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely. Which to me makes um a perfect album. Like if it sticks to a theme, but every song is unique in its own way, and then um. I mean, on top of that, you could do a concept album where it's all of, literally about one thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this, to me, was just, like, I could hear any song off of this. And Band of Horses, um, they have that sound, and they kind of stick with it. Mm-hmm. Like, the album after this, you could tell it was another Band of Horses album. But you could tell it's a different Band of Horses album. You know what I mean? I, oh, I yeah. never would get mixed up. Like, what's on, what's on this album? What's on this album? Absolutely. Um, so that's, like, about halfway through it. Um, that is. What's what's your hit, favorite song off the album? Just to uh, break up the monotony. Of I the really there. liked the first song, just because it yeah it, it <laughs> caught me, yeah. you know. And it was like, I'm always I'm a sucker for that. If you yeah. can if if you give me something new, and the first song is really good, chances are mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang through the whole thing. If you yeah. think it's brutal, I'm gonna hang yeah, through the whole yeah. thing. Because um, you're you're waiting for it to come back around to that song again, right? You know what I mean. So you have to stick to the whole thing. And it's almost like. You know, when you first meet someone and 
in your mind you have this this thought and then they're just they're just so much cooler than what you yeah. originally and you're like oh i i can't believe i you know and another thing too it's it's that unique voice that catches you off guard at first because you, yeah. you hear the you hear the music and you're you're not expecting it he's kind of shouting in this high-pitched which sounds awful me describing it but he, he does it really well to where it's it's kind of not it, it just goes with the flow of the music right and it's it's just kind of soothing in a yeah yeah exactly way. it's for him to be yelling in a high-pitched voice <clears throat> and it to be soothing is a really hard feat to pull off but somehow he does the it the guy does it it's yeah. I don't know too many people that can do that. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head, like an example. I can't really. Um, going back to what I said, my morning jacket's kind of like that, but yeah, I, I couldn't tell you any. Like, it's like a like a, a Justin Timberlake sings in a higher pitch voice, but he's not like yelling. He's not yelling. You know what I mean? Yelling. I don't know. I, we're talking about Brian Fallon's new one. Just I don't know why. I haven't checked it out yet. The um. Stayside. Yeah. <laughs> what is that called again? Uh, Forget me not. Forget me not. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like in that way of he's yelling, but it's it's not like mm. ooh, stop screaming in my ear type <laughs> deal. But no, that was definitely my that, that was actually the, my favorite up the whole whole way through. I felt like it, it got back to that point, mm. but I was always just yeah the fond of it and ready for. Yeah, it's really hard. It'd be really hard to find an album you really liked but didn't like the first song. That's you know I mean? tough. Because yeah. I feel like the. F- I remember I went to school for graphic design and we'd have to build p- portfolios together mm-hmm. and like present them to people. And we always got taught, you know, put your best work first and your best work last. You know, you yeah. don't want to sandwich your crappy work in the middle because you want to get them a good a good impression to begin Absolutely. with and a good impression to end with. Yeah. Which I feel like albums do a lot too. Like they'll kind of start. You, you with, have to. You know, like it's like oh, okay, I love this song, and then like the re- the rest of the songs could be shitty, but you're still thinking like, man, I really like that. That first, song. Yeah. exactly. And like you even said, even if it gets bad, mm-hmm. you're like, I still got the first one. Yeah, you know, yeah. And you, you got, can easily you got to look for it too to right. come back around, and then you listen to it again, and maybe you pick up on another one. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like it's really good. Maybe it's like a psychological thing. It's like we have to put a really good song into the first song. Yeah. That way, when they put it on, they're immediately like, oh, sweet. You know you're what you're I mean? caught. Yeah. And you're not going anywhere. So um, so after part one, uh, which there's ten, it's a 10-song album. Uh, at, I guess maybe you know the last song in the first part is called part one. Like it's the fifth song is called part one. <laughs> so maybe that kind of has something to do with it. It's part one of the album and then part two. Here comes the second fight. Which you know, starts with Great Salt Lake, which to me is kind of a reset. Like a, yeah. It kind of – with the funeral, the end of the funeral uh, – not the end, but in the funeral has a lot of pl- places that you know go back down to the, the light area. And right. then uh, part one, which stays in the light area. Yeah. Great Salt Lake, I think, is a, is a transition out of it.
to me, the Great Salt Lake is the funeral. Like their hit. Like th- this could have easily been. This is the their, second like, choice. Their, their single off of the album. Absolutely. Which it might, I mean, it might be like a. I was just looking it up to see what the singles. Yeah, were. I, I, I never understood like the definition of a single. Is it something you've released on its own and that's the way you can call it a single, or just something you've said like this is the single and this is what's going to get played on the radio well, if, if we're promoting this. I think in this time frame, was music videos were really big, so that was always my yeah, thought. Was this like, was your music? This had video. a video to it. Right. That's yeah. That's another good way to look at it so this actually was the two singles were the funeral and the great salt lake okay so yeah this this was another one chances are there was a music video this felt like a flag carrier of the album yeah absolutely Um, which again going back to the theme of like a travel across america the great salt lake like this is now in utah like the last song ended with them in carolina and savannah yeah and now they're in utah now where the great we're salt at. Lake. unless they're referring to another great salt lake but i don't think so oh, why would they yeah. like, the lake is literally <laughs> called the great salt lake so if you named your song the great salt lake and we're like no that's not what we're talking about <laughs> different meaning you can understand my confusion you just be like yeah i know not to pontificate about what Lake Who is talking pontificate? about. Who would want to pontificate? I'm going to insert a shrug shoulder. <sighs> uh, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, Great Salt Lake. Again, uh, everything's a five-star song for me. Weed Party is next. Yeah, that's... um. We got you arrested because... <laughs> Which I think is a funny because uh, the song starts with him just going, weed party. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I know what song this is. Gets it like right out. Yeah. yeah. I like that though. Um, this song to me was kind of, I don't know. Again, it, it's really hard to pinpoint what you know they were trying to convey with these songs. This to from. me was just literally about someone saying like no i got you taken care of like you can show up and everything will be fine is kind of trying to convince someone to go to a party almost yeah um or he's being sarcastic and, and trying to say like don't come to this party right right um be ironic yeah it says like <clears throat> the, the wine is there to keep yourself like uh have fun um it's a good day to skip is is the line it's a good day to skip because the weed party's gonna call and I'm just like, oh, like it. See, to me, like that was like about him, like skipping high school, you know, and going to some party to smoke weed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just going out for just like being like, ah, oh, fuck it, like let's go cruise around. Exactly. Fuck it. Do whatever. Um, and then after, so this is the last uh, punchy song, mm-hmm. and then so that's the seventh song, eight, nine, and ten, all kind of have this like. Like it's almost like they downshifted into like this slower area. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing. I, I like all those songs. No, yeah, no. Um the next song is called I Go to the Born Because I Like the I like that title. <laughs> which I really like that title. When I first listened to this, like up until like three years ago, I always thought the song was called I Go to the Born Because I Like the Born. Uh, and I was okay. like, That's cool because like he doesn't need a reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think it was on my iTunes one day I was looking at it, I'm like, Oh, like for some reason, it cut off the word barn, and then I was just like, wait a second, because it auto-adds that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I looked it up, and I'm like, it is just called, like, go to the barn, because I like the. Because I like the. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that, though. It's just yeah. that 
I like the blonde because fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it might be kind of like saying like uh, I don't really have a reason. I just like the blonde. I just like you it. Know? Yeah. Or uh, the next song is called Monsters, so maybe it could say I like the barn or I go to the barn because I like the monsters. monsters. That would be kind of cool. Or I go to the barn because I like the band of horses, as it would be like displayed. It would be next, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On like a radio, the squirrels. Just yeah. Oh fuck. Which I always thought was funny. Like, they're, like, stabled up in the board. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Like a band of horses. They're just hanging out. <laughs> oh, I did want to mention this. So, I was on Band of Horses Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, at the top, it says, not to be confused with Horse the Band. Have you ever heard of them? No, but that's a really good... Horse the Band is, um, like, a metalcore band that, like, oh, just references no Super Nintendo games. <laughs> And I was just like, how different are they? But they really have – I never put it together how close their names were. Yeah. Band of Horses, Horse the Band. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> it's almost like Band of Horses was first, and the, the guys were like, fuck, they took that yeah. name. So <laughs> Horse the Band. <laughs> Which I love. Yeah, they're, Horse the Band is, club. like, super goofy. Um they have a song called uh, Cut Man, which is one of the bosses from the old Mega Man. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and they have, like, a piano player, and it sounds like the old 8-bit, <laughs> like, Super Nintendo <laughs> sound. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. But I was laughing. It said not to be confused with Horse the Band. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think anyone's going to confuse these two bands. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's two different worlds. They, they call themselves Nintendo Core. Metal Core and, and 8-bit Nintendo sounding. <laughs> Damn. Um, but I go to the barn. Um, the lyrics are... Uh, the first line of the song is I'd like to think I'm the mess that you'd wear with pride um, which I think is kind of conveying the guy's embarrassed about himself mm-hmm. but he's hoping that this person that he's talking about kind of accepts him for who he is um, and the next line follows up with uh, like some empty dress that you laid on the, on the bed for tonight and uh, the song ends with uh, that outside boom, 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 by your doorstep in a worn out suit and tie and it kind of reminds me of like some like self-conscious kid picking up a girl to like take her to prom or something right, like that or like right. a barn dance yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? like <laughs> whatever hippie yeah. thing that you're, they're doing it, re- it reminded me of like Napoleon going to pick up that girl <sighs> in that movie <laughs> Napoleon I just watched that yeah. that's fucking <laughs> so that's what this song reminds me of just that, yeah, that that fear though. Yeah, that just just like you a nervous, fear. nervous guy that, you know, uh, shows up to some girl's house and is just like, I hope, I hope she has a good time or something yeah. like that. You know, in the back of your mind, you're way out of your yeah, comfort exactly. zone here, and just yeah, like I've never done this before. Yeah, uh, it's just hope the fuck up thing is really high here. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up threshold. The fuck up threshold. <laughs> the list of fuckeries is yeah. gonna just fly. <laughs> Uh, track nine monsters um this song to me is just absolutely fantastic this is uh, really good it starts out really slow um i i love the uh ver- the guitar riff it's that um um which again is, is is like a simple little, not super complicated. I think it's right. like a banjo playing it actually. If, if is it really? I'm not wrong. It sounds like a banjo. See, that's cool though. Um, Banjos are just so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they have a really unique sound. It just kind of like reminds me of porch rock. <laughs> yeah, and like, no, you don't really hear them. 
yeah, like, they're... that much. And if someone can really play it too, it's it's. I've never even held one. They have a weird so like a guitar and a bass guitar mm-hmm. have like the same shape. Like the, there's just like the body, the neck, and then the headstock with like the tuner knobs. Like the bass would have four, a guitar would have six, maybe a twelve string. You know, would have, obviously have twelve. Right. The banjo has like its neck ends like halfway for one of the strings and it has a tuner knob there oh, and then weird. it keeps going and then the rest of the tuner knobs are up there so uh my friend rick called it the thumb like, like oh, how, that's cool. look at your hand like all your fingers at the top and your thumb just kind of hanging thumb. out that's <laughs> such a good analogy so I, I i've never held a banjo so i couldn't tell you like yeah what you know do you tune that string differently or is that just your bass note or i don't know what the point of it is but that's me observing that's good stuff banjo. though and Hell the little yeah. snare drum at the bottom. Yeah, it's just so cool. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Um, this is one of those songs that kind of uh, he gets fed up in this song actually, because um, he says, uh, "Ain't they just like monsters?" Uh, this love. I got the lyrics here. I always cheat. They come to feed on me, giant little animals to feed, and then it kind of goes into the chorus that we only got much hope. Oh yeah. And, uh, oh, my favorite line in the whole album, which is, if I am lost, it's only for a little while. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, I always, every time, sorry, you can probably hear the train. <laughs> every time, like, I make a long drive, I always listen to this song. Yeah. Because yeah. I just love that line, if I am lost, it's only for a little while. All right. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't hear Jeez. the train. <laughs> it sounds it. like it's, like, right outside. <laughs> yeah. That one was bad. Um. But anyway, I lost my train of thought. Train of thought. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, so that kind of again going back to the theme of just like a, a long road trip across America. Yeah. If I'm lost, it's only for a little. Like eventually, we're gonna find our way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the f- he's he repeats the line. Um, Ain't they just? And then he goes like monsters. <laughs> so that's the fit up. He's, that's the fit he delivers up. the there same line, but he, he yells it. And they come like to feed on me, giant little animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, and the song ends with him saying, "If I am lost, it's only for a little while." Which I think I actually put this song on Facebook one day. I was listening to it, and I just like quoted that line. I'm like, I love that line. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, so that to me, like Monsters, is a close second to Our Swords for my favorite. Yeah, it's um, really good. Saint Augustine, which is the last one, uh, is another slow one, but there's a really cool line in it. Uh, Let's bury ourselves and go haunt someone tonight. That's cool. <laughs> which I absolutely love. It's kind of morbid. Yeah, yeah. But it also is just kind of like a fuck everyone kind of deal like, yeah let's just in that mood you like bear ourselves almost sounds like um you know just seclude like cut ourselves off from everything and, right right um yeah that's just another powerful line that when i hear i'm like holy fuck yeah <laughs> it like hits you yeah in your tracks. like this was a, like i think i mentioned earlier like i was gonna say saint augustine was my least favorite but like that line is just like no this it, isn't your least favorite. right um this was actually my least favorite, though. Really? It was. It was. And I, I know it's tough to say that it was a least favorite, but I always, yeah. I don't know, I think it was coming off a high from some of those songs almost. Yeah, you yeah. just have like that adrenaline a little bit, and it was just, I don't know. Good placement, though, to like bring yeah. you back down before it's over. Very good placement. Um, yeah, it kind of fades out with him going, St. Augustine, <laughs> which I don't really know. Is that a 
person. Uh, it almost sounds like a city. Like yeah. Saying anything to me sounds like a city, which again going back to like the Americana feel of this album, like just traveling to like really obscure places and just having a good like time. it's it's not about like New York or LA. It's like about Utah and yeah, South yeah. Carolina. Some <laughs> place that not too many people. <laughs> yeah, <go>. exactly. <laughs> it's kind of like about mid america central america like where it's just like farmland and stuff like that's kind of what this felt like to me oh yeah absolutely sticks in your hair yeah <laughs> sticks in your hair no shoes all right so if i have to pick a least favorite how's wicked gill go again i'm trying to think is that that uh can you really no mm. it's tough i'm gonna say weed party Weed party, mm-hmm. just just to pick one. Yeah, but I love that. If you song. have to do it, yeah, <laughs> it's gone to your head. You have to pick it. Um, good stuff though. Yeah, I Another I loved really it. Really good album. I hope you liked it. Yeah, I don't know if you were like familiar with this album. I did wasn't. You, did you hear the funeral before it, or did I you? did? Okay, I have heard that one before. But this is, like I said this last week. Last time, this is the reason why we st- started this was to get like yeah stuff you you know but you're not familiar with, and then when you get an album like this and it's just like this is fucking great yeah like this is what we wanted to do the whole time you know yeah it, it I remember <clears throat> we kind of put this ahead of time like and said we were gonna do this one yeah and I remember like holding all my band of horses albums like which one do I want to yeah 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 and I hate to do the cliche of like the first one which is the one I picked but I just was like I can't not do this one. It's, it has to be, yeah. yeah. It had to be done. Just to me, every song is, is incredible, and it's a, a near-perfect album. The so, rare, complete five stars. Yeah. It's That's a, rare. <laughs> Five-star showcase there. Five-star. And it's, again, it's from 06, so it's not like I'm on a high from it, because I, I just got it, and I think it's great. Like, no, I've it's this has fucking been around for a while, yeah. you know what I mean? And I absolutely yeah. love it. It's crazy. And it's great because, like, songs, like, Going back and re-listening to it, like songs like Saint Augustine mm-hmm. and um, what was the other one? Part One. Yep. Were two songs that I wasn't really big on. Like if if you played them, I'd, I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh yeah, this is Band of Horses, but I wouldn't be able to tell you like where it lied in the track listing. Right. So going back and listening to the album again really like made me pick up on like some of the songs I was less familiar with, and I was just like, man, like this is good yeah, shit. Yeah, this is some really good shit. Yeah, that's what you want. Um. So we. You have anything else? Uh, I'm good. We did really good on that one. Yeah, I, I, it's it's a little over an hour, which doesn't feel like it. But it does. Wow, <laughs> it does not feel like an hour. No. So we we usually end with you know a song. This is the end of. So we we, we start with the first song and then end with you know we. Which, what's a good like closer there for this? I don't know. That's I usually throw it to you to give us a closer. That's yeah. That's tough. I <laughs> mean. You want the, uh, yeah. Ooh. Sorry, I stole that from you. Half I stole the jewel case from Chris halfway through, and he had to use his phone to look up the track. That's okay. I still have the C- the physical CD that was in my yeah. car, not with us at the moment, so we're even. Um, oh damn. You know what? Just because it was the first one I heard, and it's the hook for everybody, we'll go with the funeral. All right. Yeah. End with the funeral. That's a really good one. All yeah. right. So, uh, going back to Bill O'Reilly to play us out. To play us out. <laughs> Here's a cutoff of Band of Horses. Is it fuck it we'll Every, do it live? That's 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 from that. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> oh, but well we should address next next time we get together, um, the next episode we're having. We might do like a little thing with a couple of our friends, but the next episode we're doing mm-hmm. is going to be 
Actually, is it going to be Cake? <laughs> oh, fuck, I forgot about Cake. So, Cake, what's that album called? Um, Sorry, we're taking a little uh, difficulty. Something, something, oh, fuck. So, it's either going to be Bruce Springsteen, Born to Run. Comf- Comfort Eagle? Comfort Eagle, yeah, or Cake's Comfort Eagle. Thank yeah. you for remembering that, because I was fra- <laughs> frantically, frantically trying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, depending on what, we, we're trying to get together with... Chris's brother Nick yeah. for the for the cake album. So if that falls in line, we'll do that next. Right. If not, we're gonna do Springsteen's Born to Run. So Born you wanna run, get ahead yeah. of us and, and check some stuff out. If you even made it this far into the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> I like this new format though. Yeah. I really get a kick out of it. I think it's really a great idea. Good stuff going forward. And that we have stuff to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we know what we're doing ahead of time and we're right. kind of Rather than coming, we used to just get together and come up with a new album kind of on the spot. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do next? What are we going to do next? Yeah. It's it always was, like pressure. Yeah. But now we kind of set aside some. It's so much easier this yeah, way, I think. Easier. So. so look out for Cake and look out for Bruce Cake, Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. And in the meantime, we're going to leave you with a cutoff of everything all the time. <laughs> the funeral. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs>